Negative talk is something every human being does. It seems to be like a natural thing that we all do. But it seems to be that if you are a mom, you tend to be your very own worst critic. And I can definitely contest to that. Negative talk can spread and stay within our minds for years. And sometimes you don't even notice that it's even there. In today's episode, we talk about how we need to stop the negative self-talk for not only for yourself as a mother, but also for your kids as well. Hi, I'm Candace, and this is the Butterflies Cocoon podcast, the show where you will hear personal, honest, and aspiring stories from a mom of two boys who's an advocate for women empowerment, uses beauty as therapy, and a believer of positivity and mental health. We'll learn how to embrace the challenges you may go through as a mom, encourage you to take those chances, and blossom into your own butterfly. So what exactly is negative self-talk? Negative self-talk is that inner dialogue you have within yourself that is limiting your ability to believe in yourself, your own abilities, and or helping you reach your own potential. Basically, it's any thought that diminishes your ability to make positive changes in your life and brings your confidence level down within yourself to do so. Here are just some examples of how you may be able to relate to negative self-talk. When you look into the mirror, do you see flaws right away and then comment on those flaws? Are you often hard on yourself and mutter things like, I'm such an idiot. How stupid can you be? Or why did you even do that again? And this one I've done plenty of times with my boyfriend. I feel such a failure with our kids. I don't know what to do. I'm trying, but this way of talking to ourselves is not the way we overcome the things that we see and feel on a daily basis. If anything, it's just adding more fuel to the fire on how we are automatically going towards the negative flaws about ourselves instead of bringing up the positive things that we do see and are actively doing on a daily basis. Think of it this way. Why would it be okay to say it to ourselves? But it wouldn't be okay for your friends to say it or your family to say it. You automatically will go into the tantrum of like telling your friend and giving them advice on how they're not that thing and how they are actually this and vice versa to your family members. So if you would give that advice to your family and your friends, why wouldn't you actually accept that type of advice for yourself and be your own positive cheerleader for yourself? It makes you wonder, why do we feel so insecure as mothers and women? That we automatically want to go into the negative talk within ourselves. I feel as though that negative talk really stems from the stories that we hear from family and friends, as well as the social media that we are being displayed onto our faces from the get-go. Our society in a whole does affect the way that we think about ourselves and how we think about our lives, as well as how we treat other people, including ourselves. So when we don't mesh up to what the stories and the images are that we are being seen on a daily basis, we start to really pick ourselves apart and call out the negatives and how we're not that and how we need to be that instead of actually encouraging us on the things that we are and really beautifying 
the uniqueness that makes us us as beautiful individuals. Which brings me on to our second topic of today's episode, which is self-fulfilling prophecy. The problem with negative talk is self-fulfilling prophecy. We shape the world around us by the way we see ourselves. As Shirley MacLaine said, dwelling on the negative simply contributes to its power. If we're constantly telling ourselves that we are a bad mom, then we are a bad mom. Not because others judge us, but because we judge ourselves. Our brain is such a powerful tool. It will look for evidence to support your negative thoughts. These thoughts can come from when you are a child, preteen, and your adult life today. The ironic thing is, is sometimes we don't realize the inner monologues we have within ourselves. But the best part about this is, we can overcome these negative thoughts if we simply monitor them and start to say positive mantras out loud or even in our head, and that way we can overturn the negative into the positive. So how do we actually incorporate these positive thoughts into positive thinking habits? When you start to overturn the negative thought into a positive, it can help you do better and go forward with your life. This process lets you rediscover the optimism, hope, and joy in any situation. And, you know, we can definitely tie this into motherhood. Positive self-talk can make for a happy and joyful motherhood once we are able to eliminate the anxiety, the stress that comes with listening to, and adapting negative messages about ourselves. I could definitely say the minute that I started to eliminate my anxiety and stress when it came to motherhood, um, especially since my kids are eight years apart, that stress level and anxiety feeling like I'm not going to be good at this, like there's no way I can juggle two different kids, two different generations. I let that go. I let that fear go. And I just embraced the challenges that came my way when it came to juggling being a mom to an infant and a young kid. So it's like the anxiety and the stress that I thought I would have actually was no longer, hasn't been there for a very long time. The minute I started to give myself a little bit more of a positive self-talk about raising two boys that are eight years apart. When we can be happier, a calmer mom, we have better self-esteem. We feel more secure in our parenting choices and can handle any situation that comes to us. Not only that, but our kids will see our reflection on our happiness and will want to be that as well. For my oldest, um, he... I, I, I don't mean to say things like, oh, I'm so stupid, forgot to do this. And I sometimes I say it in a jungly manner. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, that was really like, come on, Candy, you, you could have done better than that. And my oldest would actually catch me in that and say, why would you say that about yourself? Why would you dog yourself down? And it's like, damn, you know, I don't really mean it like that. But I see how me saying it out loud 
it really does come across of me really talking shit about myself. And it's like, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. And I'm, I'm so glad that I have such a smart kid that when I get to those positions or I feel that way, he's quick to sit there and tell me, no, mom, you're not like, you're pretty freaking smart. Like you do all these things and you're helping me and you're taking care of Oliver. Like you're pretty damn smart. Like just because you forgot that, like, it's not that big of a deal. And I have to remind myself, you know, like you do have a lot on your plate. You do do a lot of things. And just because you may have forgot that tiny little thing does not mean you're stupid. It does not mean that you don't know how to comprehend things and all that jazz. So um, I could definitely say for my oldest, he definitely um, kind of brings me back to a reality like, no, mom, you're not. The one thing that I really don't want our kids to start doing is mimic the negative thought that we project to ourselves. It will literally break my heart to see them modeling any type of my behavior. And I say that because it's like I, as a mom, your job it has so many different titles to it when you're a mom, right? And the last thing I want to do is project my own self-doubt to my child and make him feel like, okay, now he has to replicate this because that's literally the conundrum that we do, right? Like as kids and as adults, we really don't see how or why our parents act the way that they do, but then you mimic that, that same image as you get older and you really don't realize that. So then you're repeating the same cycle that they had. And I'm trying to come in at a place where I don't want that type of behavior to be repeated because then the cycle literally won't stop. So if by me being able to actually recognize my own faults and and not giving them any type of light or energy and really deflecting that negative self-talk to more be a positive is something that I am truly trying to strive for, especially being around my oldest. Like like I just said, like he catches me a lot when I make mistakes. And when I'm feeling a certain way, I really try my best not to have him notice or see it because I don't want him to think it's okay to act this way or to even think this way about himself. Children have a big sense on when you're being hard on yourself or how you don't place a value on who you are. I have to tell you that whenever I was depressed and sad, my child saw it my even my baby i felt like saw it uh, even my boyfriend saw it the my demeanor the way that i talked to myself the way i carried myself around the house the way that i would just cry and i would just seem so like puffy eyed like i physically looked like i needed everything <laughs> like i physically looked like a hot goddamn mess and i felt like a hot goddamn mess and when your kids see that right they see, oh, it's it's normal to be like this, or it's normal to feel, or it's normal for someone to feel and act this way because they're not feeling good instead of actually doing it the healthy way on not harboring that emotion in the inside and actually letting go that hurt and, and sadness out and really trying to embrace a more positive outlook on life. So, you know, I really had to clock myself and say, yo, Candyland, like, what are you doing? Like, you really need to switch it up because your kids can sense this. It's sensing it through the whole entire house and it's changing the vibe. You know, like you got to figure out what's going on with you for the better, not just for the children, but for you first, because 
the minute you actually figure out the issue, the core issue that's really bothering you, the minute everything else pretty much like goes away instantly and it's not even that big of a deal like it used to be. So <laughs> how do we actually do that? You know, like how do we actually turn negative self-talk into positive self-talk? And so here are a few quick tips on how you can do that. When you catch yourself in a always or never statement, immediately rephrase it and modify it to sometimes or I usually. By switching out those two words, it really does change the harshness of that statement to a more positive, more, okay, you did it this time, but you know, it's, uh, it's not, you do, you don't do it all the time. This is a sometime thing. It's not an always, it's not a, you never do this. It's a sometimes, and I may occasionally do this. Switch it up so that you're not giving yourself that complete harsh statement. Practice seeing the positive. If you don't know, I'm currently in my journaling challenge for 30 days, which actually is probably going to be ending by the time this episode comes up. And by me having this journaling challenge has definitely given me a visual of how positive things have gone on in my life and also the things that I've overcome in the last couple of years. Personally, professionally, as a mother, as a friend, as a lover, like all the things that I have been journaling the last 30 days has really opened my eyes to giving me more of a, a hindsight on things I actually done, even if I don't completely remember it automatically all the way. And also having a gratitude journal, um, just writing out the things that you're grateful for is a great way to really have a way to keep track on everything that's going on for your life. Write down the things that you're grateful for each day that make you feel more fulfilled and happier. By doing this, this helps you continue the conversation of positive self-talk. Doesn't matter how big or small they are, they are all wins. And finally, create your own positive affirmations that bring true meaning to you and get you into the habit of repeating them every day. I literally have about... Eight affirmations that are actually on my mirror that I see every morning and every night. And I repeat those mantras on a daily basis. It just helps me stay focused. It helps me stay clear. It gives me that positive that positive vibration that I need to bring my frequency up. It doesn't matter any time of the day. I can literally just walk by my mirror, say it to myself, and I'm back to being in a positive mindset, which if you're a mom and you're a stay-at-home mom, please have something like that because having that affirmation on a daily basis in front of your face, especially if things are rough right now and you need that little pick me up, have that positive affirmation right there in front of you and it will do wonders for you. Negative self-talk is something we can change. Especially we as moms, we put so much into our plates that it can seem like we are constantly messing up not only our lives, but our families as well. I promise you, if you take the time to really work on you, when you do, you will not only see the process on bringing more positivity into your life, but your children as well. Don't give up. Keep doing the mini exercises to retrain your brain for the positive, and you'll definitely see the results that you have been looking for, and so much more. 
you've been listening to the Butterflies Cocoon podcast. Don't forget to hit our subscribe button so you don't miss on our next episode and become part of our butterfly family to receive freebies and more to help further embrace shedding your cocoon. Thank you so much for joining me and have a beautiful day.